everyone's confused about the iPad except for me. That's what I think. <laughs> the main problem with iPads is that they're dumb. That's what I think, Mac address jo- guy Jonathan Horst. What do you- I think you don't understand iPads. Okay. And it's quite interesting because from what I gather, your character on LTT is as the iPad guy. You yeah. did all the videos where you used the iPad. Yeah. As a computer. Okay, I, I need to clarify that I don't think iPads are dumb, but I think that Apple's approach to iPads is like at the same time cool and confusing and, and dumb. <laughs> Does that make sense? I think you're wrong. Okay. I th- but also you think right. they've they, you think they've had a perfect approach. No, 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 no. I know. I think you're wrong, but also right. To give some context to this uh, this little argument that we're having, uh, Apple released the 10th gen iPad, and it they you know they did the same thing where they updated it with the kind of like iPad Pro ish squared uh, off squared design. off edges. Yeah. Uh, while still you know hampering its ability to be. It's odd. This kind of cool new iPad OS powered desktop capable capabilities device, uh, which annoys me. The this is the thing. other interesting thing. I'm using the keyboard dock. The sorry, the Magic Keyboard Folio. Whatever, and you're using the just, just the regular folio. Folder, yeah. folio because you think that the iPad should be and remain a touch, touch first first device. Device. Yes, I made a whole video about it. Uh, is one of my earliest videos here uh, at Mac Address about how the uh, the Mac shouldn't have a touchscreen and the iPad has a touchscreen and this is these are this is a good line to to have. I mean, they added mouse support to uh, the iPad, but that's because their their argument for not adding touch support to the Mac means that that has to happen. The, oh right, because they said when the iPad or sorry when the MacBook Air came uh, when they redesigned it in 2010. Um, that was kind of when touchscreens on laptops were a new thing, and they addressed it in the keynote. They're like, "No one wants to reach their hands up." That's just not. That's right. literally what they said in the. In well, the video. and to, which makes a lot of sense, you yeah. know. Like I feel like I really loved when they added the touchpad because the iPad is a you know laptop sized screen. It's a small laptop sized screen uh, in most models. I mean, the twelve point nine inch that's a thirteen inch laptop basically. And and so when I was making my LTT videos reviewing the iPad Pros and all these like you know iterative changes that they were making to iPad OS to make it more like a desktop operating system, that was it. That was that was that was exciting to me. And I saw so I, when they when they said when they added the touchpad, I was like, great. This is this makes sense. Yes, no one wants to touch the screen. That's true, and so we need the touchpad. We need that mouse support. We need that desktop. Those desktop just features. Just because of just the just because this is a touch first device, adding the keyboard to it, there was a benefit to not having the mouse. Is what I'm saying. But I don't usually. I don't think that the iPad needs a mouse. Okay, also, okay. Let's take a step back. Let's we're getting take a, a little step confused here because because we have different. You know, maybe you've been able to pick up on this viewer, but we have different <laughs> philosophies about about what Apple has been and should be doing with their products. So, so we have the situation where we have macOS; uh, it's a desktop operating system, and Windows was a desktop operating system. They were both yes. desktop operating systems. A pointer. At one point, you know, touch devices started showing up. Apple released the iPad. Tablets were a big thing. And Windows decided, Microsoft decided to take Windows in a touch direction. They're like, we're gonna we're gonna do Windows 8, and we're gonna make all the icons big, and make the desktop situation worse, How, and kind of force oh. people into a touch 
touch you uh how did that go interface it went horribly and everyone hated it and everyone hated windows 8 and they were like okay okay let's take a step back they thought about it they released windows 8.1 which kind of like rolled back a lot of the like touch forcing touch uh uh features and then they released windows 10 and what was windows 10 windows 10 was great it was a great synthesis they made a mistake they took a step back they thought about it again and they released Windows 10. Everyone was happy Reversal. with Windows 10 in terms of the interface. So they were, there were still some like things that people didn't like. There were still some things that people didn't like about you know the data collection and all this stuff. And they were like, I don't think I don't remember there being like performance issues. But you know, there's stuff with Windows, the release of any. Wait, every listen, new Windows operation. 10 was the operating system they should have released with Windows 8. Yes. You, yeah. So no, Windows 10 it. was great. There were touch Windows 10 devices. There were two in ones. People could use it as a tablet or a computer or whatever. But what did Apple do? I have hold on. I have a question for you. Did you ever use tablet mode in Windows 10? Ever? Have you ever? You, well, I haven't really hit the had. A, I haven't really used a two-in-one for any length of time. I mean, I think I maybe I reviewed one or two at. at what are NCIX. we arguing then? What do you mean? What, what? I wait. I have a laptop. I have a Surface laptop with a touchscreen. Uh huh. I use it sometimes. Not all the time. In the in the in the positions I made you do. No, in I don't video. hold it. I don't hold no, no, it. No, remember the video. Oh right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was holding it. With the, we're gonna have to find that video. But um, no, I don't use it like like a touch first device. But every once in a while, if I want to like zoom in on a picture or something. So I actually somehow caught the first little bit of the original iPad introduction when Steve Jobs was saying like, "What is the iPad for?" And it mm. was like. It needs to be better at these specific things. And it was internet browsing, email, video watching, photo viewing, ebooks, and music. <laughs> Those are the things that he listed that, out. That iPad should be yeah, in it? Yeah. So, like, really basic stuff. Like, yeah. the most, like, the, the least you can do, right? And it was a lot about content, content consumption. And a lot of people were, I guess, confused with the iPad at the time and a little kind of flummoxed about it because it felt like a big iPhone, and in, in many ways it ostensibly was. It, Though you could argue, in terms of the history of Apple, the iPhone was a small iPad because that's actually how the ideas went. <laughs> but anyway, what? yes. Oh, oh, they they, came, they, they were working on They were working on the iPad and then realized we should do, these are great ideas that would work on a phone, and then right. they pivoted to the phone and then, did the, and then came back to the iPad. That's interesting. Now... Those criticisms of the iPad in those early days of it being a consumption device are valid. And in some cases still are valid. So the question was like, well, what could you do with an iPad to make it more, I guess, productive? Um, and so Apple, in the next year, they released the iWork suite, which nobody bought. Uh, and then there was GarageBand and iMovie. Mm. And they're really basic kind of kitty versions of those apps. But you could do stuff now on it. And there's some keyboard accessories and stuff like that. Still kind of... Still kind of confused. But uh, since then, the iPad has grown profoundly mm. in functionality. It has. And I think that's really impressive. And when I've been doing iPad videos and talking to people, uh, normal people who use iPads, they do integrate it into their lives in really amazing ways, and they're using it a lot. And I think the biggest surprise for me, too, is when I bought my first iPad, which was an iPad 3, um, this is now like a decade ago, mm. I too was a little skeptical about this consumption device like why would i need this but i used it all the time it was like the most used computer when i was at home and it's just because it's a it's a computer you can walk you around with it yeah and can lounge on the couch and use yeah if i use a laptop i lounge on the couch and use a laptop 
really bad for ergonomics. Like, right. The laptop's like on my chest. So, so you're saying that the strength of the iPad is in its difference from a laptop or a desktop yeah, situation. Absolutely. Right. That's the whole point. Okay, there's something very, very important to point out here. After this message from our sponsor. That's right, we got a sponsor, guys. It's Secret Lab. Thanks for sponsoring today's video. Secret Lab. Whether it's business or play, Secret Lab chairs are designed to keep you comfortable for long hours. Like the long hours it takes us to actually get to our points in TalkLink. This is a Secret Lab chair, did you know? Whoa, I had no idea. Bam. The Secret Lab Titan Evo 2022 is shaped to support you while distributing weight evenly and relieving pressure. Whew. For Black Friday, they are currently offering up to $300 off select products. Plus, they offer a five-year extended warranty and 49-day return policy. So they have your back in more than one way. <laughs> <laughs> Head to the link in the video description and check out Secret Lab today. Okay, now. Now, <laughs> here's where I'm coming at it from, okay? So Apple has stated, I forget when they stated this, but I think I think when they launched the original iPad, they said something like, imagine a future where it's just, or maybe it was the iPad Pro. They were like, where there's there's a single piece of glass, and it's your, it's the hub. It's like it's like your computer. This sounds like a Microsoft concept video. I does this is this not an Apple thing? I thought there was an Apple thing where they said like this a single piece of glass for your computer or whatever. Maybe I'll Google it, but I'm not going to do that. It right sounds now like a game. Microsoft concept what? video from 2003. No way! <laughs> it's definitely okay. anyway. Go on. Go um. On. Anyways, so if if Apple is like, all right. Our, our vision for the future of computing is to have this like touch-friendly glass, like single pane of thing that you can like do anything with. You know, it has advanced capabilities, but you don't need to use that all the time. It, it, it can be a simple device as well. If they want to do that, then they need to build out iPad OS uh, into like more of a capable desktop operating system, which they've been doing. And I think that like, this is what's so frustrating to me about this 10th gen iPad is because they added all these cool things to the iPad Pros and the iPad Air. Uh-huh. Uh, they've got now finally support for external monitors that can like fill the whole screen yeah, and act as a actual second display instead of just dual uh, it's, duplicating it's it. There, because I got to do the short circuit for this 10th gen iPad, but it, this doesn't. This one so doesn't support the new features. Stage manager is only available to M1 and above powered iPads. Okay. Um, there was a lot of complaining about that. Um, and so there's, it might they might add State Manager to a 14 powered iPads, which would include this and the previous generation Air. However, I think in that case they're still going to limit it only to on the iPad screen as opposed to external, uh, an external screen. What? And then no, that they're going to do that. Don't worry because ex- uh, Stage Manager on external screen, not that great. Really, really not a fun experience. Why? Because. In some apps, you grab the corner and it resizes. Some other apps, it doesn't resize. It's just everything's so inconsistent, particularly mm. when you're using a mouse on the iPad. Um, uh, even even with these accessories, it's there's such inconsistency with the mouse on an iPad uh, that it's just really like... Which I remember as being like one of the main things that was annoying when they added these, like when they added mouse support mm-hmm. yeah. and external monitors and uh, support for external displays because it's like... <laughs> They they put the headline like, oh, you can use a mouse on an iPad now. Oh, you can use external monitors. And then you go to use it and you're like, this is possibly the dumbest way you could implement this. It works until it doesn't. Like you, even if you want to use this as like an actual just desktop device, you can't use it. It so, kind of tricks you for okay. a second because you have the keyboard and you have the trackpad. So this is the second issue with the iPad. Okay, so 
What I think people fundamentally confuse is they look at the way the Mac works and they think this is a really flexible operating system and it's really, you know, this is the way I want my operating system to, to be. Mm-hmm. And then they assume that by putting that interface on an iPad, they're going to get that. But the problem with the iPad is 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 a, is a part of a much greater story, which is Apple's kind of the way Apple closed down iOS, both on iPhone and iPad, mm-hmm. which is the whole Epic versus Apple trial, uh, all it, this antitrust scrutiny. The iPad App Store distribution model, I think, is cons- killing the iPad. It's constraining the iPad. Out Thank of, you. Out of. Any, any, out of even discovering how to best use this form factor exactly. and this touch interface. Exactly. And so, if you're saying you want to put macOS on an iPad because, really, it's the distri- app distribution model, then we need to deal with the app distribution model, not the interface. Wait. <laughs> what? I'm just enjoying the framing right now. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I don't want to put macOS on the iPad, and I don't want to put iPadOS on the Mac. I'm just uh, lamenting the fact that Apple felt the need to, like develop both platforms and kind of like cross pollinate some features from one onto the onto the other like Ideas. mac os has yeah. gotten some stuff from ios and ipad os has gotten that. some stuff from i'm mad about that from too. the OS. settings but they, the system settings in ventura is terrible right oh right yeah because the the system settings in ventura now looks like looks like the ipad settings it's got this the sidebar thing going on right which is the stupidest thing i can't believe that this is how ios works it's so crazy to me the sidebar is not the worst part but it's it's not the worst part yeah yeah, whatever i just mean um so they've done this thing where they cross-pollinate features onto both platforms but they have refused to like take those to its natural conclusion like Okay, we're adding all these like features from our touch operating system on the Mac OS, but we're not going to add touch and we're not even going to think no, about it. No. And we're adding all these desktop features from the desktop onto iOS to make then iPad don't OS. Do the cross pollination. We're going to we're going to like cross pollination at, at every all. at every they turn. They shouldn't have done that. They should have th- those those ideas of cross pollination and and seeing that kind of happen a little bit. I don't like. I know I you don't, don't. I want them divided. The issue is that the App Store is the only app distribution model on the iPad, and it's it means developers are just not going to invest their time into making the iPad better. They have okay. no they have no reason to adopt the stage manager stuff because most people have one of these iPads. And, okay, so you you've identified not, you want to get rid of the App Store. Do you think that if Apple gets rid of the App Store on iPad OS, that they can retain the amount the 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 kind of control of the UI and the, and the form factor and all this stuff that they that they want to do, yeah. Or it, do they go hand in hand? No, 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 no. They don't go hand in hand. Well, I mean, my argument is, if they didn't control the app distribution on the iPad so strenuously, yeah. Um, it, the limitations of the iPad wouldn't. I don't think would feel as, as, as. But why? But because developers would. Be making more money, <laughs> so well, they can invest my- in 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 new app ideas. Because uh, right now, like w- all the apps I have on my iPad are like free apps that I have to like. You know, they're either free apps that are basically just other windows of websites, or they're apps that are part of an app subscription model, like Microsoft Office or right. you know Adobe. So like this software as a service I, is the result of this this difficulty in terms of figuring out how to monetize apps on the on on a device like this. Mm-hmm. And so that that's the problem. See, to me, 
as soon as you get rid of the app store and people can like sideload apps and download them from the internet like they do on any side other side look no 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 install they can so, download apps sorry, and install. I just I was saying that to differentiate from I know, installing I just through I, the app I'm sick of the word sideload sure <laughs> i just mean if they were allowed to install apps from any source they want uh, i think that that would necessarily break the sort of like touch first focus that you like with the iPad. No, because... Because then developers would come in here and they would fix all these problems that I'm complaining about. No, 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 no. The point is the usefulness of the iPad is is not compromised by the fact it's a touch-first device. The usefulness of the iPad is compromised by the app distribution model that Apple's controlling. I mean, I agree with you there. Yeah. I just think that... And I think that we'd have a, a better idea of what a tablet is without that. Without I guess the, I'm just I guess I'm just envisioning this future where we get rid of the App Store, and I think that, and then th- that's and then, essentially and then the iPad OS becomes a desktop well, operating like, system. You know, like yeah, no, well, it's I not going to happen. What, well, I think and I don't it want could. that to happen. I do. Here's my dream. Here's my dream. Here's where this all comes from. Okay, my okay. dream, and it's like I don't know how actually practical it it it, it is, but since I kind of got into tech. I feel like my dream has been to have this 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 thing that Apple this setup that Apple I think it's Apple we'll, we'll <laughs> confirm that they set up which is that you have a relatively simple device you can take it to a desktop situation where you connect it to a keyboard and a mouse and external monitors and peripherals and you have all this stuff and then you can disconnect it from all that stuff and take it away and use it as a as a tablet and maybe you even fold it up and use it as a phone, you know? Like, I think that, uh, obviously, all of these, like, there, there were all these phone-as-computers experiments over the years. The the Motor, Motorola Axon? I think they made, I think it was Motorola. It might have been a different company. But they made something called the Axon. You could do this. There was, a, I think there was a Nokia one. Uh, yeah, Windows, tried it. Yeah. Windows had Continuum, which was their whole, like, Windows feature where you could plug in a, a Windows phone and use it as a, as a computer. And I was like, this is super, super cool. For people who are buying Chromebooks, for people who were buying netbooks back in the day, like you don't need a ton of op, uh, 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 power in your system. And phones are super powerful now. They can totally power this stuff. And iPads even more so with like M1 and M2 later. Wait, is there an M2 iPad? There is now. Yeah, just kidding. Yeah. yeah. So it's like... That's what I think we should be heading towards. I think that like a situation where you can you can buy the 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 iPad for relatively cheap. What's the, this one is four fifty. If this one supported stage manager and external monitor support, that was actually decent mm. and not like the the crap ones that you're saying that it is on the on the uh, on the upper tier ones. If you could buy an iPad for four hundred fifty dollars, yeah. and you're like, you know what? There's a lot of power in here, and I want to use it. As my computer, you 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 spend okay. The the keyboard folio is two hundred fifty dollars. That's insane. <laughs> but say you want to use it as a computer, you buy the keyboard folio. Oh, say you want a you, a mouse, you connect your mouse. Uh, say you need a dongle to connect to 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 monitors, and you just like add on things, and it's modular, and then you can build the setup that you want instead of having Apple dictate to you that no, if you buy this iPad, you cannot do these things that you theoretically totally should be able to do. But we're just not letting you do it because f- you. Whoa, that's toxic. Whoa. <laughs> so, this future that you're you're thinking of, where you have a single puck, yeah, that can now change its screen size mm-hmm. into many different screens. I think it's really a really neat idea. Thank you. Um, I came up with it all really by myself. <laughs> uh, I don't quite think a phone's powerful enough to really do that. Really. Uh, no. To do like just general basic browsing, like like you do some 
You do? Maybe. I do it on my phone right now. Not until once you get to desktop level. I don't, okay. Uh, but uh, I think there's going to be people angrily commenting about that. Um, I disagree, but you know, yeah, you're anyway, entitled. But what I'm trying to, to say is like, there's going to be, I guess, compromises within that stack, as we've seen already when every every time somebody's tried to do it. Yeah. Um, and so that is a great feature to, to strive towards. And I, I think that within that feature, you can still work out the ideas of what each screen size is going to act like. Mm-hmm. And stay focused within that. And I don't think that saying, well, they need to put a desktop operating system on the iPad is um, really going to get you there. When really we should be figuring out what is this screen size with a touch screen and this this form factor, how does this work when I'm in this form factor and just refining that. And then if we do get to this one device does all day, which... I mean, I I doubt it's gonna happen, but it would be great. I feel like that's just like the it has to happen at some point, but maybe. But maybe if we if we maybe but we I'm, get there. But I don't think I don't think shoehorning desktop stuff on an iPad's gonna get us there. But I do think well, when you call it shoehorning. Continue. Sorry. I think <laughs> I do think like we we have now computers at different screen sizes all the time, and they have just different ways you interact with them because of literally the way you hold them mm-hmm. physically. Yeah, and the, the physicality of it dictates how you use it. And so being focused with that uh, physicality about like okay, well, well I, when I'm on my phone, I can I need to be able to use it one handed because it's a small. You know, the iPad is best used sitting on a couch. Yeah. You know, uh, a desktop computer is best used sitting at a desk. Well, you know, the way you sit and the way you're limbs are positioned yeah dictate then how that computer is going to be best serve you so we should be humans should should submit to the limits imposed by our own physiology <laughs> yeah that's bs i want a bionic arms let's go let's <laughs> get some deus ex in here <laughs> just kidding we are out of time and i really really appreciate your perspective <laughs> thank you so much for coming on <laughs> And thank you for watching. Uh, subscribe to Ta- TechLinked. I never say this. Uh, Why not? But do we, we want people to do we that? We want to do more of these. Also and, subscribe uh, to Mac Address. L- yes. If you agree I called you out you. right in the beginning. So oh, you did. Okay. Leave good. a comment below if you think we're both wrong and we should be using Linux instead. Uh, <laughs> see you later. <laughs>